Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Since that tragic shooting at the Sikh temple in Wisconsin earlier this month, we've learned a lot about the Sikh community and some of the trouble they've faced since the attacks of September 11th. People in many communities across America have rallied around their Sikh friends and neighbors. But one of the most heartfelt tributes that I've heard comes from 24-year-old Zeki Syed. I will not distinguish myself from a Muslim because I won't abandon any one person in the face of racist attitudes. I'm a person. You're a person. We're all persons. And when we start to see each other as persons, human goodness starts working. Zeki Syed is a student at California State University in Sacramento. He's a Muslim American of Pakistani descent, and his spoken word rap about the Sikh community can be found on thetakeaway.org. Zeki joins us now from Capital Public Radio in Sacramento. Hello, Zeki. Hello, how are you doing? Zaki, you're not of the Sikh faith. You're an American Muslim, as we said, of Pakistani descent. But it's very clear from this spoken word rap that you've written that you have a real affinity for this community of people. Tell me how that developed. What I talk about in the song, and I started getting closer to the Sikh community after 9-11, because unfortunately, due to the way the media portrayed a terrorist, uh, they may portrayed them as anybody that's having a turban or a beard, not realizing that uh, a turban and a beard is a staple of a Sikh religion and that most of the terrorists don't really have beards or turbans. In fact, most Muslims don't even wear turbans. So there's a lot of confusion at the time, and uh, a lot of Sikh students were being uh, targeted for hate crimes. I was also being targeted because I was Muslim because I lived in a very conservative area at the time. And uh, my one of my Sikh friends was also being targeted, and we kind of developed a friendship through their through common uh, experiences. And uh, later on, when I was in high school, I was getting bullied a lot because I was Muslim. And the Sikh students, there was about a handful of them at the time, kind of banded together and uh, protected me. So we developed a friendship that way. And uh, just because of our cultures are so similar, it's pretty much the same culture and we speak the same language, I started going over to their houses, going over to their religious temples and gurdwaras, and I really liked going over to their religious gatherings because it made me feel like I was back home with my grandparents or my parents, so I fit right in, and uh, when they were attacked, I was extremely upset because this is the first attack the media has covered, but I've been seeing attacks on the Sikh community ever since 9-11. Last year, uh, near my school, two Sikh elderly men were shot outside of their home, um, I have friends who've had fathers that have been beaten up on buses. I've seen six students get attacked uh, myself personally, and sometimes even more than other Muslim students because they're visibly identifiable as being different. There's a there's a beautiful refrain in your spoken word poem about the Sikh temple shooting where you say, all I can see is the greatness of love. All I see is the greatness of love. Faces of love still rising above. It's insane. That the media complains but still constantly put stereotypes in our brains. But all I see is the greatness of love, faces of love still rising above, yeah. And I hear that in your voice now. You seem like a a genuinely optimistic person uh, who doesn't believe in some of these false divisions. Um, But I noticed that in videos of you performing, which our listeners can see at thetakeaway.org, you look really angry when you perform this song. And I wonder, I'm sure that's in part response to the shooting at the temple, but do you think of your art, do you think of this particular poem as a form of protest? 
Um, that's exactly what I think of it like. This wasn't more like for rap. It was because it's an art form. But this was more of a protest. This was my way of giving back because if I was up to me, I could have paid for all the medical bills for the families and given back to the victims. The Sikh community has done so much for me. And this was my way of protesting for them and saying, leave them alone. Because I feel like the Sikh community never ever once said, hey, this is happening to us because of you Muslims. They protected me. And now it's my turn to go back and protect them. So yes, I was angry in the rap because I was angry that my sick friends were being attacked, that they were being shot. So I was upset about that. But I still wanted to say that in the sick community, all I see is the faces of love because I remember one of my sick friends said to me that a true sick will just forgive the guy that did this. And wow. that's why I talk about him being lost. So I'm talking about the sick community having faces of love. What do you think about that idea of forgiveness? I think that's a strand that runs through many religions, uh, the idea that if somebody does something terrible to you, you turn the other cheek, you forgive. Do you personally feel as if you could do that in a situation like this? And what do you hear from your other friends who are of the Sikh faith? Are people angry about this or are they prepared to forgive? I think the thing to understand is when they're angry or I'm angry, it's not that we're directing hate because we never say that we're directing hate towards them. We're just very passionate and emotional about it and we're saying it with such passion so that the message people can truly feel our pain at the end of the day we feel that we're all americans and we want we just want the american people to accept us as american that's all we're asking we're not, we don't want revenge we just want people to see us as human beings as americans as one of them not as somebody that's disloyal or that dislikes american people I was really struck in the days after the shooting, our partner, the New York Times, ran a story about how the community was rallying around Sikhs in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. They quoted a member of the temple, a man named Harpreet Singh Kapoor, who said this. He said, we didn't realize that we have such support from other members of society until this happened. Now we realize how much they care about us. Now, I know that you are not just a musician. You're also a graduate student in sociology. And what I wanted to ask you is, do you think that it takes something like this to happen, as tragic as it is, in order to get that understanding between people of different communities who seem so foreign to one another, and then realize when something like this happens that everybody has a family, everybody has children and loved ones, and that tragedy affects all of us in much the same way. Um, yeah, I hate. it's kind of like you said, I hate to think that a tragedy brings something good, but I think what a sh uh, tragedy like this does is that it helps other people realize that uh, they're also human beings and that they are being attacked and they are going through it. And I think most Americans, for the most part, are good and they're not uh, racist, they're not uh, anti-Muslim uh, or anti-Sikh or anti-immigrant, uh, but I just think that the other events where Sikhs were targeted or harassed just never got intense media coverage. So the average American never got a chance to see what the Sikh person or maybe a Muslim person was going through. But I think most Americans have good hearts. And if they find out what we're going through, I think most people will be on our side. What do you think, what's your impression of those boys and girls in school who bullied you at the age of 13? I think it's really interesting. You do re retain such an optimistic sense about what America is and who Americans are. Do you believe when you were being bullied it was just ignorance, it was people not understanding who you were and what your faith means? And what's the best possible way of mitigating something like that? It goes on every day in America. How do we fix it? When I look back to it, and even in that time and stuff, I understand that the people that were bullying me were children. These weren't adults that we were dealing with. And a lot of what they said and did was from something their parents or the media or images had taught them. So 
I remember when uh, 9-11 happened and I got bullied, the kids that bullied me, one of them ended up slamming me across the table in front of the teacher. He ended up getting suspended. But I remember going in there and telling them not to suspend the kid because I come from a culture where kids do pick on each other, fights do happen, but the elders and people get involved and they make the kids become friends so they learn something. I didn't believe that suspending him was the right thing. And my dad also pleaded with the principal not to suspend the kid because we wanted 9-11 to be a day where the kid will remember it as he, where he did something good. He learned a valuable lesson. I don't want kids that bullied me to go away leaving. Oh, man, because of Zucky, I got punished. Hmm. First, he comes into my school. Then he gets me punished. I want them to leave thinking I did something wrong, but I learned something. And now I'm going to go out and spread this message of positivity and encourage other kids not to bully like I did. Zaki, before we wrap up here, I want to ask you one last question. I'm sure that there are Sikh boys and girls out there right now in America, throughout the world even, who are around the same age that you were when September 11th happened. Obviously, the two incidents are different, but I want you to tell me what very specific piece of advice would you give to a 13 or 14-year-old boy or girl who is really depressed and really angry about what happened at the Sikh temple in Wisconsin? Uh, The advice that I would give to them is that... uh, There's still a lot of hope. You never want to give up. But if you go out there and you become active, whether it's your school newspaper, whether it's going out there and becoming a teacher, whether it's going out there and becoming a firefighter, and you start to educate people one by one about uh, what Sikhism is or what racism is, people will start to come around. Never give up on the goodness of people. Even people that bully you, if they see the good side of you, eventually they're going to come around. You always have to stay positive. You can't let it get to you. And it sucks because I went through the same feeling when 9 happen. It sucks that you can't live a normal life like uh, many other Americans can, and sometimes it might hurt you that you don't fit in, but you need to keep on going because whether you like it or not, it is your job now to educate the American people. Every single minority and race that has come to America has suffered at one point or another, and they had to fight for their civil rights, and now it's our turn. Words of wisdom there from Zeki Syed. Zeki is a student at California State University in Sacramento. He has written a spoken word rap about the Sikh community and the tragedy that they suffered in Wisconsin. Do check it out. Zeki, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. All I see is the greatness of love. Yeah, the greatness of love. Yeah, the greatness of love. And do you know what longer in Sikhism is? It's when you open up your doors as a community kitchen. Welcome all visitors and make no distinction between background, class, caste, or religion. And do you know what Seva is? It's where you volunteer in selfless service. Have you ever been to a Nagargeetan parade where people you meet will insist on providing you with food and aid? It's time that people understand what Sikhism means to the USA. They're doctors, lawyers, and businessmen, teachers that teach in grades.